Now, it's the Columbia Check-In with Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evans on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. Good morning, Lieutenant Governor. Oh, good morning, Liz. I'm back at you, my friend. I mean, <laughs> I try to figure out this world, too. So, oh. um, But it, it, is, it, it was kind of interesting watching those, mm-hmm. those interviews, you know. But, I mean, do you think somewhere, like, ponder this. Somewhere on another planet, they're having an interview today talking about <laughs> us landing on their planet and their government keeping it from them. It could be. be. It could be. Would who be who knows? I mean, uh, they, they seem very uh, believable. And I mean, I'm not shocked, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, are, are, see, here's the thing. If, my, if I worked for the government and there was a secret program going on, that the the American people don't know about it, and even if they were misappropriating funds to to run the program. Wait, Independence Day figured that out. Why do you think it costs the government a hundred bucks to buy a hammer? Okay, I get it. That's where they stick the rest of the money. Okay, and I get it. But here's the thing: Are you really a whistleblower at that point, or are you just someone that the government picked the wrong person to do this? You know, double secret. You know, uh, program. I mean. I don't know if I consider them whistleblowers except for the money part, but I mean, you're supposed to hire people that are supposed to keep a secret. <laughs> so. Well, isn't that why they say the best secret is kept if you tell no one? Exactly. Right? I mean, isn't that the way? So that the way it works? Are they helping us or are they hurting us? I mean, you know, by whistleblowing the fact that we uh, the, on the fact that we are, you know, we have all this knowledge, doesn't that put us in a bad position with with our enemies? Well, Liz, I've always said that, that there are certain things, you know, like how to make a bomb. Why does anybody need to know that? Like, I understand it's freedom of speech and everybody has the right to put whatever they want or say what they want. And I get it. And I, I, I mean, heck, that's why I'm in office where I want everybody to be able to have a voice. But there Mm -hmm. are certain things that I don't know is good. Like, I don't think it would be good if we were going to arrest somebody and we told everybody on the news so that that person could hide or run or do whatever. Like. There, there has to be, but then we go back to this word, common sense. Mm-hmm. We have to have common sense in everything we do. And I think lately, as everybody has pointed out, you know, we have thrown common sense to the wind and it really has become a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. But I, I mean, I was just thinking about the fact that if we are reverse engineering spacecraft and using it for our military you know, know-how and creating our own weaponry and, and you know, planes and whatever it is. I just feel like it's a threat to national security to be sitting there on a panel telling the world what our government's been up to. It's like, uh, I, I, I don't know. But don't I, you think we have the right to know if there are truly beings from another planet visiting? And what influence they have over our governments? I Yeah, I guess so. I don't it's a sticky situation, but um, I, I have something else I want to talk to you about because we had a sure. we had a long interview yesterday with a gentleman named Warner Mendenhall, and he is uh, an attorney out of Ohio that happened to be vacationing here, and I was connected with him from someone who has been um, really following COVID vax injury mandate law and things like that, and he's suing. 
uh, he has all, not him, but he has all these lawsuits from people who have lost their jobs, have been vax injured, um, you know, all this stuff all around the country. And he only deals with the big cases. And the one of the biggest cases he's dealing with are the Pfizer clinical trials that were fraud fraudulent um, and were manipulated before being released. And we were lied to. Governments were lied to. And so what I'm just wondering is, is there, because he's, you know, he's looking for attorneys to pick up that torch here because he can't do it all over the country, but he's been very successful in winning people millions of dollars for mandates and job loss and all that. Is there anything as a state are, that we're looking into to um, get to the bottom of what happened with this vaccine? We all know it doesn't work. We all know it causes injury. We all see all these people dropping dead, young people, blood clots and cardiac arrest and the VARES not being properly reported, hospitals not following protocol, incentivized in ways that promoted death by ventilator. Um, and we have all this proof and we were talking about all the proof. What What is going on in the state that, you know, is anybody concerned about this? Anybody thinking about it so it never happens well, again? Well, I think when you when you start talking lawsuits, you you know that has to be generated from a person, right? Yes, so right. you know what once that would be sparked and that could get picked up and those would become class actions, which is probably what he was talking about, big lawsuits. Yes. Then you know that that that's how that ball starts rolling, and mm-hmm. once enough evidence comes out and somebody presents it mm-hmm. to let's say, the attorney general or, you know ah, what I mean? But it's okay. all based on what are the facts that you can turn over. Now, I'm not a lawyer, mm-hmm. so I'm going Well, I'm just wondering if there's any, com- any conversation in, in particular with, you know, doctors being, you know, told to follow a protocol that was actually leading to people's deaths <laughs> on purpose. And, you know, you know? That's, where, that's where I would hope a lot of things would start. Because... You know, this vaccine has been such a political thing. You know, as Republicans, we said we're not going to force it on our people. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is parents should make those decisions, not government, not schools. You know, we 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 push back, but you know, I I wish the medical community. This is what's going to have to really start this conversation where people will listen. Because, Liz, we, we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. When it starts in a political world, you're going to get 50% of the people who are not going to listen to mm-hmm. you, no matter right. what facts you show them. Mm-hmm. So the medical community coming out and saying, because there are a lot of Talk doctors. Talk about whistleblowers. I mean, Those are the exactly, whistleblowers we need. Exactly. I mean, we need doctors to come out with data, you know, you know just like on so many of these issues. Like right? when we're talking about, you know, it, it's politicians, it's public servants that are talking about stopping the um, the kind of the, the changing gender of a child, right? The medical community needs to talk about that. We're talking about it from a purely common sense, mm-hmm. like, yeah. this isn't right. We don't believe this is right. We believe kids, we believe, we believe, we believe. It's the medical community that could stand up and say, listen, you know, I, I have a, a doctor uh, in our neighborhood. We were at it. David and I were at a um, event 
And he was talking about the fact that there is all this data, and I believe, I believe he said 67%, 67% of people who transition, 67% higher risk of suicide, yeah. right? One stage, but nobody's talking, but, and, I, and I, that's what I said to him. I said, this is where the medical community has to step up and say, listen, I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're independent. This is what the data shows. And just talk about facts. Mm -hmm. Because if we make it political, was like I said, we are now such a polarized country. 50% of the people aren't even going to yeah. listen to what you're saying. Well, I mean, I can't imagine anybody on this planet, let alone this state, thinks this vaccine of any kind is of any value. And if I mean, I, I can get just getting back to the vaccine, but even yeah. the protocols that were denied. Now, the state pharmaceutical, whatever that agency is, had pharmacists shaking, not quite. They were literally getting in between doctors and patients. Why do you need why do you need ivermectin? What for what purpose are you taking this drug for? I don't need to tell you. Well, then I can't give it to you. You know, I mean, like, wh where did that come in? I had a and pharmacist again, down, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you where. I had a pharmacist that told me, please do not submit this to your insurance. I said, what are you talking about? I have to take it every month. It's $180 a month. It's an ivermectin. Please don't submit it. It's going to put a microscope on us. I mean, how could you possibly be caring? Uh, what is the state pharmaceutical board of whatever? Why are they dictating what people take like what control does the governor have over what they're doing or the attorney general for that matter well i think again let's go back to who has to start this right the medical community has to raise the awareness to this you know yeah, this no, is an issue that doctors saw well they were afraid to lose their license that's the problem and and again, I think there's, you know, jobs. it's that old adage, safety in numbers, mm -hmm. yes. right? Like if, if, if you, if you have enough you. that come together mm -hmm. that say this, but I, I think we, it can't generate in the governor's office. It can't generate. It mm -hmm. needs to start with yeah. the people that have the but data. But I mean, are you aware? Plan. Is there a conversation? Are, are people saying, hey, I mean, is there any, anybody like talking about like, policy hey i want to see a policy that tells the state uh pharmacy not to interfere between doctors and patients regarding what drugs they're taking off label see and and i have not heard of that but that that is a great point right that we should be talking to our state representatives about you know but then again it has they're going to have to to sell that argument mm -hmm. they're going to have to have the medical community step forward to give them the data on it right yeah. Yeah. because we there may be a one-off thing that happens. I think you and I talk about like we hear about it, but then the story circulates. Mm -hmm. Circulates. Is it a one-off? Did this happen everywhere? Let's find some data on it. But the only way we find that is when you have people who have felt like they have were put in a compromised position that will come mm -hmm. together and talk about it. Yeah. And and that's where it has to originate. That's what our show, that segment was really focusing yeah. on, shaking out some whistleblowers. And Lieutenant Governor, I can just tell you this, maybe it's anecdotal, but we had a high-profile pharmacist at a local pharmacy resign and get a new career because of this very thing. Yeah. 
because of the whatever shame. this governing board of, ph- of pharmacies that weren't allowing this. And I don't know how they're allowed to do that. I don't know who decided that. That's what I'm saying. He, he, he just gave up completely and changed careers during COVID because mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. See, and, and, and you hate to hear that, oh, right? Because absolutely. obviously, it, you know, it took him a long time to get there. But I always hope that people will try to take and make change from this, right? Where if we see there is this gap or there is this overreach, you know, the governor has always wanted to be in the know on overreach, but it does take people who are willing to step up to show it. And and we've seen that. We're seeing it happen more and more, right? We saw it when parents found books in schools that they didn't like, and they sent that information over to our office, and, and the governor investigated it. Mm-hmm. But it has to be, you know, you don't want to say, like, it has to be the brave souls that step up and say, okay, I'm willing, I, I believe this is for a greater good and I'll sacrifice. You're going to see if, if there is if there is validity to, validity to the side effects, which we're, you know, common sense tells us we're seeing a whole lot of cardiac cases. I think LeBron James, who definitely has never, you know, had a very Republican view with this incident that happened with his son, who obviously is very fit, we haven't heard a lot, you know, at least I haven't seen anything in the news that talked about why this cardiac incident could have mm-hmm. happened, but yeah. you are seeing a lot of speculation that why are we now seeing this myocarditis coming up in, in young, healthy athletes, right? We're seeing it on the soccer field. I, I think there was an article I read, again, I read it as an article, so, you know, um, about the high incidence of cardiac issues within the professional soccer league. And, you know, they were ones that, you know, you had to be vaccinated to actually um, participate. It is that, you know, science was always about seeing these anomalies and digging into them. And that's what we have to go back to. When you see these anomalies that you haven't seen somewhere else, Science and research has always been trying to answer those questions, and that's what we need them to do. So, in no way am I, you know, shopping blame on the medical community. But mm-hmm. if they're no, thinking that there was an issue, mm-hmm. it, it really isn't your local, you know, your 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 house representative or senator. They need to be the ones to step up with facts so that we know how to protect the people we represent in the future, based on something that happened in the past, just like we did when you know. This pandemic came around and the governor mm-hmm. was very specific on not closing churches. Well, we found that in the law, the governor had that broad reach, right? Even though, you know, Governor McMaster would have never done that. That's not something I would have ever supported. It could have been done. Had the governor been, you know, uh, a Bashir or uh, a Gretchen, um, oh God, I'm losing her last name right now. I try to block those names out. but. Uh, <laughs> Russian Whitmer, like, mm-hmm. could have closed down churches in our state. So right. what did we do? Pass the law to make it that you could never close down a church mm-hmm. here in the state. But that came because we found something in the course of something else. That's what medical research needs to do. So I encourage people, doctors especially, nurses that have specific data, not hearsay, not something they're assuming, but let's get the data together and let's start figuring out why these anomalies are happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I agree. I mean, this gentleman was 
just unbelievable with the evidence that he has pulled up and won these cases, these uh, class action cases. But he says there there is a great need for more whistleblowers. There's a pathway. I mean, we're talking about major hospital systems that have engaged in the most grotesque behavior um, and is about to hit here in South Carolina. And I think if, if, if he has that kind of data mm-hmm. and, and he is finding it right, like he's doing yeah. it again because he had people that came to him that said, listen, I'm going right. to give you what I got. And then we need to put this all together and mm-hmm. see if this is widespread. And that's how we make positive. That's how we've always made positive change, you know, here in this country. And so, but we also you know, have to do something and I don't know where that generates from. And I believe it's from the legislature and by the request from a governor that says that this cannot ever happen again to people where, I mean, it's like license to kill by either denial of medications, life-saving medications and interventions, forcing them to take a vaccine, um, you know, in order to keep your job. And the other thing is, of course, you know, the protocols that they followed in the hospitals that they knew were going to kill you. <laughs> so it's like, that's like license, giving these hospitals and, and this, this central. And the one thing that he did say was that Obamacare is set us up for this because it's centralized care from the hospital administrators and all these these um, hospital uh, these doctor offices that are owned by the hospitals I mean it was it's like all in a, no matter where you go it was like a monopoly and it was you're very hard pressed to find an independent doctor well Liz I think we can all agree that some of the best medical care in the world happens here and it's been because it wasn't government run. You know, I, I'm all about small government. I'm all about limited government. And, you know, you know, you go to Canada. Yeah. And, and you see how long, if, if you have an appendix that's bad. Yeah. You're, right. you're going to wait. You no, can wait I, six months yeah. to get it out. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so when you mean here, anything, you don't, you mean in the U.S., you don't mean South Carolina. In the US. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, I mean, it, yeah, in our, in yeah, our country. In our country. Yeah. You know, we, and we continue to try to make, access to good quality care easier, right? Like mm-hmm. you saw this year, certificate of need. Yeah, um, absolutely. Out. So we continue to try to pr- improve patient outcomes. Um, but on the, on the flip side, we also have to get people to take accountability for their health too, oh. right? You, you, you've got to exercise <laughs> yes. and you've got to keep your weight down. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and there is nobody in the world that would love to have biscuits and gravy every day more than me, but we know it's not healthy and yeah. you shouldn't do it. And yeah. there's not a magic pill um, to make all of our aches and pains go away. Mm-hmm. But so I think we need to look at healthcare in a whole different way as we move forward. And what accountability are we taking? But we always we always have believed, and I don't know. I mean, there, well, there, there's a whole. I guess I shouldn't say that because there's a subset of people who would love the government to take over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, for one want to see government get smaller, and I want them out of our lives a lot more than they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need we need to make sure that our hospital systems are never taken over like that because we yeah. see in other countries how devastating well, it that, is. Well, that's a definite, but I mean, there is an entity of some kind that is dictating to doctors how they need to administer care. That is a problem that's happening now. Leave it, the government out of it. 
Um, I mean, just the administration alone. I mean, I don't know what needs to change on that end, but I don't know. It was just a discussion. It was a very um, earth shattering interview for me because he basically told us all the proof that he has and has brought up in winning cases on all the things we've been talking about all year, all, all pandemic long over the last three years. Um, and it wasn't in our minds like they try to make us think <laughs> they really were trying to kill us. So um, well, it's not a good I'm gonna feeling. Have to go back. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I was in I, I'll send all you morning. The, so I'll send you I the link. I would love that. I, and, and I will be with um, Lieutenant Governor Husted. So it'll be interesting in the next, I think, in two weeks. So I would love to hear how that may be well, changing policy I in Ohio. Cause it, well, it's really uh, nationwide. But I'm going to tell you this, that every hospital administration should be shaking in their boots right now. Agree. Because he is hunting for whistleblowers. And he made a pathway for them. And it's 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 like unbelievable what he has uncovered. And he is now has his target over a, a major hospital system here in South Carolina. So. Wow. Yeah. It's well, scary. I lo- I'm going to listen to your interview. And again, I'm going to I mean, I'm sure if it if he is out of Ohio, then some of his cases originated out of Ohio. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see what Lieutenant Governor Hughes said, mm-hmm. if that if yeah. that's swirling around their legislature and to see what they're doing, because that's the good part of being in, you know, part of um, the Republican Lieutenant Governor's Association is to see, hear like groundbreaking things yes. or legislative things that are doing that nobody can, you know, uh, challenge in court and how it's written. It's that collaboration of ideas that really helps us all become better states. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, thank you for your input on that, and I'll send you the link so you can tune in. I would love that. Well, you guys have a great weekend and stay cool. Oh, uh, it's going to yes, be a exactly. hot one. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much, thank guys. You.